Hi, and welcome to We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this here kitchen table. This week, we talk about my mom's announcer voice, and we we really break down what she thinks it's in Alaska. After that, we do, we kind of like dissect YouTube um, viewership, what's important to growing a channel. We talk about the alphabet game. We talk about, you know, um, dealing with trolls, dealing with tattoos and getting older. How old does my mom need to get until she regrets? That's it. We don't really know. So thanks for listening. Tune in to We're in Trouble Now. All right. Thank you. We're in. We're in. We're in. We're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of We're in Trouble Now. This podcast is just Robert, my son, and me, mom, in the kitchen and we are going to be talking about life. If you all are wondering what channel you have tuned into, this is me doing my announcer voice. And um, I think I did a really good job because announcers enunciate a lot of words. And that is what I do. Now, Chuck, back to you. You sound like a ghost at a haunted house. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about it because I really wanted to prepare myself for this and, okay. I, and I really wanted to try to do a good job, but I could not think of one reference of a woman announcer that really stood out for me. What do you mean? Well, you know, I, I was thinking like, um, like Ellen's talk mm. show, you know, like all the late night talk shows, yeah. they all have like the people who introduce everything and they introduce the show are mm. all men. Yeah. And, you know, like all the boxing, you know, announcers are all men. Mm -hmm. So it was, I was like, wow, you know what? There was not really one standout person that I mm -hmm. could, you know, like be like, oh, I want to emulate that. Or there's an example of what I should do. Yeah. Well, it, they have, I mean, but they have female narrators. For... Like documentaries and such? Okay. You know what? Most of the time, now most of the time, okay. like 90% of the time, they are men. Sure. I'm, I mean, I'm not debating that. Yeah. I'm just saying that there are. Now, okay. So now there's a difference between being an announcer and mm -hmm. being a narrator. Okay. See, I could narrate this situation. Okay. Let's hear you narrate. It was a lovely Sunday morning and Robert was sitting there and he had a glare in his it's eye. Exactly, you're doing the exact same voice you did the, <laughs> and I the think announcer. It's a good, no, I think it's a good, I think it's a good voice because when you narrate something, you want mm -hmm. it to be soothing. Well, I mean, Okay, but like you can also do um, like a radio personality. They they have female radio personalities. Okay, like like a character. No, like a person who speaks on the radio. Yeah, that's kind of like me. I speak on social media every day. I know, but I'm saying that. But like you're like, oh, there there were none, no female. No. Well, okay, I get. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying that there are female. Like, look at Robin from like Howard Stern's um, co-anchor. Mm -hmm. you know, she's got a very soothing voice and she's yeah. a female. Yeah. No, but I was just saying, I was mm -hmm. just noticing that, mm -hmm. you know, when I was preparing for my, my debut of broadcast, your debut, my huh? debut of okay. announcer mm -hmm. greatness, um, I, I was having a hard time finding That's a, understandable. a role, you know, something to emulate. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just thinking it was just kind of curious because I mean, now that I look at it, I mean, there are, so, it's so few and far between. It's almost like an oddity. Sure. You know, I think I've seen, um, it's only like eight game shows. No, but I was talking more, I, I was kind of like thinking of like, um, like, um, oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of where you see a bunch of animals, like a, docu <laughs> a documentary. 
Yeah, first of all, a documentary <laughs> is not about a bunch of animals. So, okay, so like The Wild Planet, what sure. would you consider that? That's that a documentary. Would, that would be an animal documentary. Oh, well, excuse me, I didn't put yeah. the word animal in a documentary. Where's the show about the, you know, I was just, I was watching this animal documentary about the Lakers the other day. That doesn't work. It's just, it's a documentary if it's, if it's something narrating. Yeah, so like I said, a documentary okay. about animals. There you go. I was going to state that I think the only, um, like, female that I've seen do something like that is Kristen Bell. Oh yeah. Yeah. She does a great, a great job at that. Yeah. Well, David Attenborough is kind of cornered the market when it comes to that. Oh, Barack Obama's also narrated. Yeah. And like, um, oh gosh, I think Samuel L. Jackson has done some. Mm -hmm. And then, um, well they have uh, Morgan Freeman. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 That's also that. So, um, also him, he does a great job. I, I would kind of probably go along with the example of like Snoop Dogg. What? I love it when he narrates stuff. Yes, he does. He, he is, does do a, a good job he entertaining. Cracks me up. Mm-hmm. So I just, I mean, personally, he's like my narrator. I hear hero. he's really tall. Yeah. 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 Talk about just successful. I mean, man, he is just. He he just seems like he's such an entrepreneur. Yeah, I would say so. You yeah. know, he's diversified Him, himself. Shaq and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that's another thing too. I think that's really, really good is you know, people who come into wealth like that mm-hmm. have really, really successful um business partners that kind of hook them up with success. Yeah. I mean, like if you look at Lebr- LeBron James, right? Doesn't he have like he owns like a huge share of um Blaze Pizza stock. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's like he's a partial owner. Oh, okay. Shaq's a partial owner to a couple of things too. Um, you know, things like that. Snoop Dogg, he, he networks really well. Yeah. See, because I think, I, I mean, where I get my inspiration from, like like Snoop Dogg and things mm-hmm. like that is um, because he has, he's so unique in his own personality sure. that he has been able to be like, um, everybody knows Snoop Dogg. You can mm-hmm. mention like a Snoop Dogg vibe and you totally get it. Mm-hmm. And I think that What's that... What's Snoop Dogg vibe? Just kind of like stoned and funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because he is very, you know, he smokes a lot of weed. He does smoke a lot of weed. And, but he just kind of has like that really kind of like mellow, I'm high, mm-hmm. really funny vibe. And, but he has taken that and again, just made this a massive empire. And I just mm-hmm. have a lot of respect for anybody who can take their, their uniqueness and make something, you know, make okay. an entire franchise around it. Sure. So going back to the announcer, how do you think you, how would you rate yourself? You know, truthfully, I mean, I, where, what my opening, probably not that great because Mm -hmm. I was trying to emulate what somebody else. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. But I think I could totally be an announcer as me. Sure. You know? So do you want to, do you want to redo? Don't, I don't want to restart. No, I'm I'm asking if you would like to announce yet again. Oh, sure. For the second time. Okay. Count me down. Count me in. Three. Two, one. Okay. <laughs> so you don't say one oh. <laughs> because when they record, you don't hear one. That's like a lot like when you hear a TikTok, you hear you hear people go go, yeah. And you hear that at the very beginning of the TikTok. Oh, okay. So like in, in TV, they don't count. They actually they go down from five, four, three, two. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop pointing your finger at me. I'm pointing at you to go. <laughs> oh, that's your sign to go because I'm not saying one out okay. loud so okay. people don't hear you one. You nodding your head yes and pointing at me makes me want to count. <laughs> okay, count me in. I got it. Five, four, three, and welcome back. Two, oh. dude. <laughs>
Why would I count if you would go on two? Because you, you, there was a. Gap. I held up two. There was a gap between the two and the one. I thought you. I thought you were like, okay, go ahead. I got it now. I Five, go one. four, three. And welcome, <laughs> why, dude. Why did you not say two? I was. I was a two. You didn't say it. I went. I held up two. You need to verbally. I'm say I'm not it. verbally saying two. You're lucky. I give you three. Okay. So five. When I count four. Should, now do I go on two or do no, I go I on? No, when I point at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Five, four, three. Hello. And, I did oh, a I, point. <laughs> All right, just go. No, I want to get this. This is going to be like five minutes of me counting <laughs> to these people. Okay, I got it this time. I won't Five, go until you point at me. Four, three. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Gray Hair and Tattoos. I got to tell you, this one's going to be fun because you know what? We're going to talk about all sorts of things about life. And life can be interesting. Life can be fun. It can be sad. It can be happy. Life is just everything all combined. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm really excited for you to be joining us this morning. Much better? I mean, you talked really quickly, but yeah. <sighs> Hello. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying on a lower back. register. Oh, <laughs> see, but I'm a fast talker. You are a fast talker. But you know what the thing is? Is like I've noticed, like when I've been mm. recording, yeah. um, if I slow down, mm. I lose my, um, I lose a lot of energy when I slow my speech down. Okay, because it is so um, against my um, my comfort sure. level yeah. that I almost feel like I'm phoning it in. Okay. Well, like in what way? Well, for example, like if I'm doing a YouTube and I'm like talking about fashion and I slow down, mm -hmm. I, I'm not as animated. Sure. You know, and I come across as a completely different kind of vibe. Okay. So I just hope that people, um, you know, I know that there's a happy medium that I'm trying to get to, yeah. but I have done a couple of videos where I'm like, okay, Lonnie, you need to slow down. Yeah. And I'm like, hello and welcome back. Sure. So I go from one extreme to the other. Okay. And I fair. just, and I'm working on like trying to find that happy medium. Yeah. Okay. I get you. Yeah. Cause the problem to me is I, I um, correlate like, Hey, yeah. Ooh, ah, you know, yeah. like fast talking yeah. excitement. If this enthusiasm with enthusiasm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I don't know how to translate that enthusiasm yeah. without that. Like, Ooh, ha, he, ha. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you're, my coach, you tell me. I am not your coach. I've never assumed this title. <laughs> well, you're my trainer. What do, you, what do you want me to coach you on? Well, I mean, what would your suggestions be? I mean, in your all of your mm. years of schooling, yeah. did that subject ever... Yeah, they said just talk slower. I mean, you can't... Okay, so I went to school for radio broad, or, uh, broadcasting journalism. Excuse mm -hmm. me. It's really hard to be animated about the news. Okay. so This and more, a local man cut off his hand at a buzzsaw... Ooh, I'd be like, what? Yeah, so you don't want that. You have to report it unbiased. Okay, so let's pretend okay. that I'm in school. You are? All right. Okay. And I'm sitting in my class. Okay. And you're the professor. Okay. All right. Now, I'm doing my assignment of um, a news story. Okay. And then I need you to critique it. I, well, where's your news story? I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Hi, and welcome back to radio number 894289. We're a little small town in the middle of Alaska. And the news story for today is there was a kitty cat found in a tree. Okay. Now, we're in Alaska, and there's not very many trees. And there's not very many kitty cats because it's really cold. But we found a tree, and we found a cat. This and more coming up. 
Well, first of all, I'd be very confused as to what you think Alaska is. <laughs> I was thinking like an iceberg. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I, as your news professor, mm-hmm. I would strongly urge you to take a geography <laughs> to, class to do some fact to, checking. To maybe Google Alaska. Well, um, I was thinking there are okay, in fact cats and trees there. I was thinking more like the Arctic. You were thinking like the tundra. Yeah. 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 Yeah, kind of like a, um, yeah, kind of like a real like northern part of yeah, Alaska. Yeah, I'm familiar with what the tundra looks like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so. <laughs> so okay, aside from all okay. the misfacts yeah. that I just spouted, yeah. I mean, what did you think of the overall presentation? I thought it was good. I think you have a very nurturing voice. Oh, cool! I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. All right. You enunciated yeah. well, and you were enthusiastic on the right words. Did I talk too fast? No. Oh, cool. Yeah. See, there's hope for me. There is. There Yay. is indeed. Thank you, Professor. Oh. I don't have an apple, but I can... I would eat. not eat an apple from you, considering <laughs> that you don't know that there's trees in Alaska. Um, I was going to say, I can offer you either banana or an orange. That is all that is within arms Considering that we bought those oranges a rather long time ago. Yeah, but they weren't ripe when we bought them, so I'm pretty sure they're prime. I don't think that's how oranges work. Oh, well, I was going to eat one today, so... I mean, you can try. Let me know how that goes. Yeah, there's only one, and I'll let you know how much I enjoy it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. I um, just getting back on the announcer thing. I actually saw this little thread this morning on Twitter because a lot of the things that I, I don't really go on Twitter very often, but when I do, I generally follow people who are talking about things in terms of um, growing on certain platforms, whether okay. it be social media or whether that be YouTube or anything like that. Now, can I interrupt you really quick? Please. Now, do you consider YouTube social media? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, it's a it's because it seems like sometimes it's like it's like a search engine for mm-hmm. information yeah. and social media is more about like to me it's like it's like uh, two different things. It's mm. you're either on YouTube um YouTube's either a search engine where you teach people how to do stuff or you're on social media mm-hmm. where you just tell people about your life. So I would say social media would be anything where you can grow a community. Okay, cool. So where you grow that is irrelevant as long, I mean, it's still social media. Okay, cool. Continue, okay. please. So the, it's a YouTube, I believe it's more on, on YouTube than it is anything, but it's a little thread. Mm-hmm. And what we can do is all, it, it's multiple posts. That's what okay. a thread is. And so what I'll do is I'll read one post and then we can discuss. Okay. And then let me know if this resonates anything. So Perfect. It's all about chasing uh, virality on YouTube. Okay. This is chasing virality on YouTube will eventually kill your channel. Mm-hmm. I made this mistake and learned it the hard way. I have been a full-time content creator for eight years and counting thanks to my audience building. He says, I share in this thread how I did so so you can avoid depression. And then he goes to saying, he says, forget views, forget subs, forget engagement. Building an audience is all about catching attention and managing it. He says, it's about building a system that allows you to manage the attention of your viewers so you can leverage it into your goals. He says, views, subs, etc., are proof of attention, not attention itself. There are tools to help you measure the attention your content slash channel earned, kept, or lost. But first, let's start with the basics. So okay. he's talking about like chasing those subscri- subscriber goals isn't the same as like retaining viewers. Okay. Uh, and he says attention quality. He says this is the most important thing you can. You, uh, excuse me. This is the most important thing you must remember from this thread. Not all viewers are equal. Most creators tend to think that one view equals one view. This is the worst belief you can have as a content creator, and here's why. When you build an audience, you have four kinds of viewers. 
Blue, he has a little like color chart. Okay. It says blue, they don't know your content exists. Yellow, they seem they have seen your content at least once. Orange, watch your content regularly. Mm-hmm. And red, diehard fans will watch everything. He says he, he correlates it with hot, uh, hot to cold or okay. cold to hot. So if you're blue, you're cold. If you're, you know, an active, like I'll watch everything that this person makes, you're red hot. So okay. he, he's all about chasing those red hot viewers. Okay. And he says the attention in itself is the opposite. It starts red hot, but ends up cold or blue over time as weeks pass, unless your strategy to keep, uh, it, it says your strategy to keep is red as strong. So like you basically have to like keep your active viewers engaged and watching. It's Can a, I inter- yeah, intervene please, yeah, really please, quick, yeah. really quick? It's, that's kind of a very interesting point because mm-hmm. I was just, um, as I was getting ready, yeah. I was kind of contemplating that because I usually do like three yeah. posts a day mm-hmm. on you know Instagram, TikTok, um, Shorts, yeah. YouTube, and Facebook. And I was thinking, would it be better to post less amount and then spend more time engaging with my audience? I mean... So let's I, just say I, I, instead of three posts, I do yeah. two. You would, well, now what audience? What, what platform? Like re- responding to comments. Mm-hmm. Like on TikTok? Or? Yeah, like on each platform. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's like I'll, I'll post a reel and mm-hmm. then I get a bunch of comments, but I'm so busy making another reel. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually engaging with my following mm-hmm. about the reel that I just posted. Mm-hmm. Is that something along the lines of what he's talking about? Not, I, I would think not particularly. I don't think that would be something that you would have to break your back over. But if you're posting three times a day, I'd maybe schedule five minutes to post or to comment. And then as soon as that five minutes up, I would stop. I wouldn't respond to everyone. See, because it's like, but it's okay. You see what I'm saying? I do. And, but I mean, it's like when you're, when you're building an audience, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I was like super small and, um, I would comment on a very large creator's, um, uh, post, yeah. even if they hearted it, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, this is so cool, yeah. you know, and it made me want to watch again. Sure. And I feel like I'm losing that, that connectivity. Mm-hmm. If, if all I'm doing is throwing content out without mm-hmm. engaging, well, with I, think my it would, I think it would fall under some more of like supply and demand, right? They want that attention, but if you give it all out every time, you're going to just going to deplete your your mental battery. Right. So and wouldn't it be better if you're going to post three times a day, schedule five minutes to however many comments you can respond to respond to and then move on. And then, you know, they'll be like, Oh, they didn't respond to my comment. Maybe next time kind of thing. Mm, I think that, I mean, I get what you're saying, yeah. but I think that there's, I, I think it's somewhere in the middle ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but if you respond to every comment, you're going to, but I can't respond to every comment, but I can put a little bit more effort into it. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's because right now my time is so limited. I mean, it's, I very scarcely am able to respond to any. Sure. And I, I I mean, I, I don't think it's going to put you out if you do or don't, to be honest with you. I don't think it's going to make or break anything crazy. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I think you, I mean, I think you can, I think you could. So it's not in correlation with it's what, not in correlation, then what is, then what more, like, can you give me an example of more of like what that would be? Sure. I'm going to keep reading okay. and then it'll tell you. And it says, uh, to touch back on it, it says the attention in itself is the opposite. It starts red hot, but ends up blue cold over time as weeks pass, unless your strategy to keep it red is strong. It says the quality of attention varies from one viewer to another. Red viewers watch more content and watch longer in the long run, 10 red viewers will produce more watch time than 100 blue viewers. 
and it says uh, Pareto's law. It says eighty percent of the result comes from twenty percent of the viewers. So that means like the red hot ones will watch, you know, literally out the whole video over and over again. This is the goal in building an audience is to convert as many blue viewers into red viewers as possible. But, uh, and this is where most creators fail. It must be done so that red viewers are not lost in the process. And it says optimizing too much for views will affect the audience, the red viewers. So if like you go out of your way to kind of tra like chase viewers, you're going to end up losing the people who are like dedicated to your channel in the long run. And it says attention management. When a blue viewer comes across your content and ends up hitting the subscribe button, he sends you a message. I enjoyed this video and would like to see more of this one. And at this point, you're, he's yellow, not orange yet, with red attention. And it says to keep this attention red, you need, to strategize, you need a strategy to manage it. The nightmare for a creator is to have a majority of yellow viewers who turn into ghost subscribers over time. Yellow viewers with blue attention. So like those people who just like go subscribe, like they'll subscribe, but they don't ever watch any of your stuff. Mm -hmm. And it says a format is a recipe or a formula. It is a structure of content, which it's code, well, excuse me. It's a structure of content with its codes crafted so that the viewer can know what to expect in the future. This is by far the best way to sustain attention in the long run. For example, Mr. Beast's formula would be entertainment involving extreme challenges and a lot of money, 10 to 15 minutes long on average. And it says, um, I think this person, his name's Dream. It says, finish Minecraft as fast as possible while hunting to try to kill him, or while hunters try to kill him, 40 to 50 minutes on average. And then he has a couple of more examples. And he says, the majority of his successful channels have a specific format of far, or excuse me, or farmed attention with a format. It is a proven method that works at scale. A format will grow your base audience or, or organically while maintaining a viewer orange slash red for as long as possible, years, not weeks. It says, when you build an audience, uh, you are not looking to go viral at all costs, but to keep your your ratio blue less than red. At, this is red the highest possible. Viral videos bring many blue viewers, as if you're a library, as if you your library can't convert them. They will end up being ghosts forever, uh, like the here. Okay, so he put, he basically just puts examples of like uh, instead of like chasing like viral videos or like, Oh, this one's going to be hot. This one's going to be hot. It's building more of a foundation of like what viewers are like, um, what, what they're looking for in terms of like building like a platform. Yeah. So like, um, for example, my, like we'll just use my channel for an example. Right. So Valorant is the game I've been playing and I've been doing that game show. And what I'm going to have to start doing is building content that'll keep people watching for longer while maintaining that certain aspect ratio. So like the game show in itself is really fun mm -hmm. and it's going to make a really good video, but I have to spin it so that every single video is somewhat different, but also the same kind of thing. Right. So that they don't like, I don't want one game show video to go viral and then the, the others kind of copycat that same video and then get boring. Well, because I, I mean, I personally think mm -hmm. each video you do mm -hmm. with your game show is, um, they're all, I mean, it's all different. They're uniquely different. They're yeah. uniquely different. Mm -hmm. It's like watching, it's like watching The Price is Right. Mm -hmm. It's the same game show over yeah. and over and over again, mm -hmm. but each contestant makes it different. Exactly. And I have to spin it in a way that makes every single episode different. Yeah. Because thing. each contestant is going to be different. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be same, same, but different. And I think that's what this guy's talking about is you don't want to chase like that viral trend. You want to develop a really strong platform. And he's talking about the diehard people who watch all your content are more important than the hundred people who just kind of skim over your content. Yeah. And the whole thing is, is like on YouTube, it's really mm -hmm. kind of at this point, it's, um, 
it's kind of those blue mm-hmm. um, subscribers mm-hmm. are, it's almost impossible um, to, to, I don't know what I'm trying to say is like, I get a lot of um, subscribers from shorts. Sure. Those aren't necessarily transferring over to mm-hmm. them watching my long video. Exactly. So I have to concentrate on my platform for my long videos mm-hmm. and just realize that a lot of my subscribers are, are there for the shorts. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and then again on my platform, I mean, to me, it's like building a community mm-hmm. and in a community, I have a lot of people who comment all the time. Yeah. Those would be your red subscribers. Yeah. And, and what I'm trying to do is make sure that I respond to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I want that community feeling. I want them mm-hmm. to be like, Hey, I'm a part of this journey. Sure. You know, because um, what I've done is I'm I'm making 2023 about all about trying new things, yeah. you know, and I'm having one video go into another video, go into another video so that they're along for the journey. Yeah. And, um, but I get it. There was, he mentioned a lot of colors. Mm-hmm. He did mention a lot of but colors. But you know what? The whole thing is, is I don't think I've ever made a video with the anticipation of like, yep, this is it, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't purposely like put my video together mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. like this is the recipe for a viral video. Sure. I, when I'm putting a video together, I'm putting it, it together in a format that I would find interesting to mm-hmm. watch and that I enjoy making. Okay. See, when I make a video, I go, did the viewer learn anything from this? And it doesn't have to necessarily be like anything crazy, but like, yo, I learned that, you know, this could be funny or I learned that this helped this or like, you know, I, I gained something from this video, whether it be, you know, it made me laugh or it made me, you know, learn something I didn't know, or it made me think about something I didn't know. Like I want, when I, when I think of a video is would I, did the viewer gain anything from watching this video? Yeah. And, and, and hopefully the answer is yes. Well, I agree. And you know what, but they can gain all sorts of things. They can gain an appreciate, an appreciation for something. They can gain a yeah. little bit of knowledge. They can, they can just sit there and be like, Hey, I'm just going to watch this and I'm just going to have fun. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. You know, something like that. And I'm trying, when you were saying that I was trying to correlate that to my videos sure. And I've done, I've been doing a lot of review videos and mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of really positive feedback on those, yeah. you know, like, wow, that's really cool. Thank you for letting me know. I was thinking about buying them. Now I know yeah. what size to get, yeah. you know? So I, I don't know. I mean, it's like for my channel's two years old now mm-hmm. and finally going into this, going into my third year, I really yeah. feel like I have a grasp on where I want it to go. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like, well, that's the thing with YouTube. There really isn't like, you. Don't, I don't think you can just get up and go and get like crazy success. I think it requires a lot more work. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and I think the algorithm, it's really difficult for your, your videos to go viral. I feel like on YouTube. Yes. Um, that being said, it does happen, but I think it's, I mean, it requires a lot more groundwork and the groundwork does take years. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? And I don't look back at those two years of like, those were two years yeah. of wasted. I mean, no. those were two years of trial and error and yeah. figuring it out. It's a really long learning curve. It's a very long learning curve. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And I think that that's why a lot of creators stay with TikTok mm-hmm. and things like that, because I mean, you can go viral and you can be instantly yeah. have a million followers yeah. and then, you know. I like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a cynic when it comes to that kind of stuff. I like the hard, the hard grind. Well, I, 
I do and I don't. Really? Well, to me, it was like I had to, it was an ego check, if I'm Mm going to be completely honest. I mean, I was like, well, they like me on TikTok and they like me on Instagram. Why don't you like me over here? And and I've really, and I've had to push my way past a lot of like really horrible comments. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had to push my way past a lot of videos that have completely tanked. And um, at the end of the day, I'm really proud of myself for having um, the fortitude to keep going and not give up. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I like, um, I like, I like how hard it is. See, I was looking at it as like I was doing something wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was I, seeing the problem is I was looking at it as a failure mm-hmm. and that doesn't play well with my mental health. Sure. So to me, it was like, um, I couldn't consider myself a success until my YouTube was a success. Really? Mm-hmm. So I look at it like very similar, like rock climbing with rock climbing. You have to look at it like really precise and it takes you multiple times to hit like a route, right? So you, you have to like move your body a certain way or dis- distribute your weight a certain way and grab things a certain way. And if you don't, you fall. Mm-hmm. And that's just, and that's how I picture YouTube. You know, if I, if I, if I do this, this way, I might fall, but if I do it this way and I move it this way, then I'll be able to hit this next step. And that next step will lead me to this grab or, or that hold. And then eventually I'll be at the top. Yeah. You know, so I, I look at a lot more like, um, strategic. Slow. Yeah. A lot more strategic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What works, what doesn't work, you know, what people like, what they don't like, what I enjoy, what I can make, you know, how I can provide my unique spin on things. Yeah. And each and every time I make a video, Mm -hmm. as I'm putting it together and editing it, I'm always like critiquing myself of like, ooh, I could do this camera angle better next time. Or or I could incorporate this next time. Yeah. But I really struggled with the amount of um videos I was going to produce on YouTube. Yeah. And um, I've been producing a weekly vlog where I vlog Monday through Friday. Yeah. And I didn't know how that was going to work out, but I'm really glad I'm doing it because I've actually received some comments yeah. from uh, my followers thanking me for doing that. Yeah, cool. They're like, thanks for not just doing one video a week. You know, this is kind of, this is really cool yeah. journey. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, this is, this is, this is yeah. fun. I mean, I like making YouTube videos. I think they're cool. Well, that's my job. Yeah. You know, that's the way I look at it. It's like, I, I'm not going to sit there and just make one, one a week mm-hmm. when it's my job. Sure. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I also saw this other thing on TikTok. Have you heard it's called the alphabet challenge? No. So basically what it is, is you have a conversation and at the beginning of every sentence you basically climb the alphabet so one person starts at a and they have a conversation with the with the you know usually it's more people but with us you will just go back and forth okay and the start of every sentence has to be the next letter in the oh, alphabet okay. so there's 26 sentences all together to form okay and you have to have a coherent sentence okay so if i for example if, if i was um apples are a great source of nutrients because they have a lot of vitamins mm-hmm. uh, and then you would put um Calorie wise, they're not really that good or calorie wise, you know, you can have like a lot of apples without feeling full. Don't you think bananas are better for you though? Mm, Exactly my point. For long-term health, I think bananas are better. And I don't know what's after F. (laughs) A, B, C, D, E, F, G. G. God, I'd really like to stop talking about fruit. (laughs) How do you think we're going to do that? I don't know. I think you should talk about something else. Just kidding. Wait, we forgot. Wait, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. I, yeah. You're a J. Just kidding. Let's keep talking about fruit. <laughs> Kill me, please. What's next, L? Yeah. 
like that would ever happen. Mm. Mom, I would appreciate if you changed the subject. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Have you seen the new Transformers movie? Please. No more Transformer um, content. Quite literally, I agree with you. What's next? What's next? You are? Yeah. Um, Robert, I think that this is a really cool challenge. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I always like to be told to shut my mouth. (laughs) Uh, uh, R-S... Wait. M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T. We didn't do Q. I did. Quite literally. Oh, okay. I you. Um, so we're at R S you told me shut my mouth R S T U. I just said that. What'd you say? You. No, I said we're on you. Yeah. And then you started saying the alphabet. Okay. So do a U. Um, urology seems like a very nice practice of medicine to get into. U V. Yeah. Victor is a urologist. Do you know him? Wait, M N O P Q R S T U V W. Um, why is he any good? X-rays show that, yes, he's very good. <laughs> now you would know. Exactly. <laughs> that actually was a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised we knew the alphabet. Yeah. We only had to stop a couple of times. Yeah. That was fun. We should, you know, we should actually write out the alphabet so mm-hmm. we don't have to stop. I think, no, but I think not writing it out is better. (sighs) Okay. Why? No, I just love the fact that you always, you know, it's like everything is open for debate with you. No, I just enjoy a challenge. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So, Robert. Mom. I found out something that I didn't know. But maybe you do, you know, because you're you're super smart. All right. But um, did you know that, hold on here. That there are areas in California that actually hit like minus zero. Yeah, the valleys. You did not, you <laughs> lying son of a. Because <laughs> when I mentioned it this morning, <laughs> you said the mountains. I don't think I did. See, I didn't either because yeah. I always associated like minus zero with like the Midwest or yeah. um, apparently that now where that part of Alaska where there's only one tree yeah, and one cat. Yeah, the one tree and one cat and they're both yeah. stuck together. So where, what valleys would be negative? I know like Death Valley. It says um, overnight at the edge of the state, temperatures dropped in the area around Bridgeport, my, it hitting minus 27 degrees. Minus 27. Yeah. It says the mountainous areas near Yosemite. Okay. situated between Mammoth Lakes and Lake Tahoe is accustomed to cooler temperatures. But since the two weeks of storms, they hit California, they were running about 30 degrees below its average. Okay. Yeah. Bridgeport's near Yosemite. Yeah. Death Valley's near the border of um, California. Yeah. Well. I had no idea that there were parts of California that um, got that cold. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now, what do you think about like all that crazy snow that like Mammoth got? What do you mean? What they got I, like 30 feet of snow. Mm-hmm. And it's just to me, it's like it's it, it's like the extremes of the weather are so I mean, part of me, part of it's scary, but part of it is so interesting, too, because I 
by admission, okay. I'm a complete weather nerd. Okay. I love weather. I okay. read stories about weather all the time. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just kind of interesting watching these real extreme weather patterns like playing out in real life. Now, what now? What would make this extreme? Like, the, is this the most snowfall Mammoth's ever gotten? Yeah. Is it? Pretty much, okay. yeah. I mean, it's like, it's so extreme. Um, they were, it was covering houses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was watching this one TikTok where this lady was trying to drive through the streets of Mammoth and it was literally like a rat's maze. Is it? Yeah, because the, um, the snow banks were so tall, mm-hmm. you couldn't see what was on either side of the road. Oh, wow. You know, and that's just, it's, I saw one where they were in the third story of a building and mm-hmm. the snow was halfway up the window. Really, Stranger is supposed to be going to Mammoth, I think next week. Yeah. And it's just like, it just, we went from such extreme dryness to, yeah. you know, such the extreme amount of snow, yeah. you know, it's like, um, San Francisco got five inches of rain on new year's Eve. Yeah. You know, that was its second wettest day in history. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just interesting watching, you know, it break but where i'm kind of like nerding out is and all the reports that i was reading is we had one more year of drought before mm-hmm. this was supposed to happen yeah so to me it's like sometimes like all these weather models and stuff like that there's no controlling mother nature i mean they're gonna just well, it's all just theory yeah it's all hypothesis yeah and, and you know planning things out yeah but we're supposed to have until the 1st of February dry weather. And then I think it um, starts back up again. Okay. Which is okay. I mean, we needed to dry out a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and you know what's crazy is February is just right around the corner. I know. I know. There's a video game that's supposed to be released on March 1st. And I was like, oh, God, that's not for another couple of months. But it's like 40 days from now. I know. Which is crazy to think. Yeah, it's it's the years just you know, chugging away yeah. just like it has been before. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It's like, it's again, we're what? 21 days into the month. 22. 22. Yesterday was Austin's birthday. Happy birthday, Austin. Um, and if you don't know, Austin is our tattoo artist that he's a really cool cat. But mm. anyway, um, I wanted to go into 2023 with, um, with a different kind of energy that I usually went into my New Year's. Okay. Well, it seems like you've gotten it. Yeah. You know what? I've really been very, um, I, I'm all about trying new things and mm. about pushing through barriers. And yeah. it's helped me a lot in my personal life, I think, yeah. um, of just being like, yeah, you know what? I'm not, I don't know, Robert. It's such a weird feeling. But sometimes I feel like the weight of the past and the weight of like, all that addiction that I went through just weighs really heavily on me sometimes. Like in what way? Like the weight of what? Like it's almost like wearing a wet coat. Okay. You know, it's like sometimes I, I still suffer with self doubt, you know, sometimes I still, um, find myself, even though I try on a daily basis, I find myself falling into old traps of, of like, you know, um, I, I just lose motivation. Okay. You know, and um, since the 2023 and going into this year a little bit differently, I've been able to shake that off quicker and easier than I have in the past. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're just your point of view is different and changing. Well, I mean, my mindset is definitely changing. Yeah. You know, like I was saying, I was mentioning this to um, Robert yesterday, but when I worked for a corporation and Mm -hmm. I had a corporate job, I mean, I was a beast. I wasn't, I, nobody could. Yeah, you were working like 12 hours a day. Yeah. And you know what? I was the, 
I was really confident in my, my ability. I was confident in my craft. Um, you know, I ran my desk with a, with precision. I mean, I yeah. thought I was a good escrow officer. Yeah. And ever since quitting that and turning into um, social media, I have found myself kind of um, easing up on the, the pedal a little bit. Yeah, I agree. You know, whereas with on escrow, I, um, I didn't have time for self doubts. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I never once sat there in my escrow office being like, I wonder if I'm any good. Yeah. You know, I wonder if people like me, I wonder this and I wonder that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a job to do and I did it. And, and I think that that's the mindset that I really want to take into my social media. Yeah. Um, and it's really up to me whether or not I quiet those voices or whether or not they, they are present. Yeah, it's well. I, I think well. Also, too, I think the difference between your corporate life and like your social media life is that I think you're open to a lot more criticism. In social media, yeah, in social media. Because when you were in your escrow officer, you're a really, really good escrow officer, and you know people gave you shit, but you you gave it right back. Right. But I think with social media, there's a whole lot more other people who are just malicious. Well, not only that, but I think I suffer um, a lot with imposter syndrome. Okay, that's fair. You know, yeah. you know, it, it's like to me, it's like, you know, I'll read stories about like micro influencers, yeah, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's me, yeah, and then I'll look at their number count and mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh shit, no, that's not me, you are know. They, are they more? No, I have. They're, you oh, know, really? They might have, you know, ten, fifteen thousand, and mm -hmm. I'm at one point, almost one point two million. Yeah. You know, and and at what point am I going to be like, wow? You know what? I've worked really hard to build this platform. Yeah. At what point am I going to start? Um, I wouldn't having. I guess at what point am I going to having that mindset of like, you know what, YouTube, I can be successful on mm -hmm. here. Yeah. You know, you know what, TikTok, I can get to two million. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, totally. It, it seems to me like once I hit a million on TikTok, I I got like, it was almost like overwhelming. That's fair. Yeah, maybe it just kind of like opens you up for like. You're like, whoa, like, yeah. I'm here, you know, because like you were trying to hit the million for so long. Yeah. You know, it's it's and then you got there. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I think maybe you were like tunnel vision. And as soon as you got your goal, you kind of like opened you up to that possibility of like everything else. Yeah. You were like so focused that like you didn't really have time to think about anything else. Yeah. And, you mm -hmm. know, in what really kind of um, I could say irritate, but I'm not going to say that because mm -hmm. I don't want to be that I want to be more, I want to be kinder to myself, Yeah. but I feel like I almost um, self-sabotaged a little bit. That's understandable. You know, I got to a million and then I stopped doing my TikTok lives. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to a million and all of a sudden I'm like, ah, TikTok, mm -hmm. you know? And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get to a hundred thousand on Instagram. I get there and all of a sudden I'm like, ah, well, here I am, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, I had goals for myself on YouTube and I got there and all of a sudden it's like every time I make a goal, I, um, you okay? Yeah, I was, I was looking at something. <laughs> I was still paying attention. Yeah. Every time I, I hit a goal, mm -hmm. um, it seems like instead of moving that goal farther, mm -hmm. I like stop. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, when it comes to that kind of, that kind of stuff, is it like you say, like your fear of success? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it's, it, Auntie Vicky always used to say, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Yeah. You know, and um, not that I, I, and it's easier to work for something. And mm -hmm. then once you get there, you're kind of like, oh, wow, I'm here. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. 
and What's I the think, rat in the maze kind of thing. Yeah. And I think I suffered the last couple of months, maybe the last four or five months mm-hmm. of like, Ooh, now what? Yeah. You know, I'm here, yeah. but should I really be here? Yeah. You know, do I deserve to be here? You know, and I have to, um, I have to stop thinking like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree with you. You know, think big, be big. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though, is you got, you got to a million because you were, you had done something that earned the respect of a million people. You know, what's really weird is sometimes and my inner voice Mm -hmm. will tell me like, oh, well, you know, you were an overnight sensation, you know, you didn't really earn that. And I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. You know what? Yes. I had, you know, my first video went viral. And I but looked, that wasn't the only one either. Exactly. And I went back and I looked at my numbers and I think I got, um, my followers, I think I had like 40,000 overnight, mm-hmm. but you know what? There's another million on top of that, that mm-hmm. I had to work for mm-hmm. and I lose sight of that. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, you know what? And I'm always very transparent about my thinking and, and my cool thoughts yeah. because I know if I suffer with um, insecurities and doubts, yeah. you know, there's other people out there that suffer with insecurity 100%. and doubts. And yeah. I always share those uh, mm. because I want, I want everybody to know, like, you're not the only one, Yeah, you know what? And yeah. you can take my scenario and you can change the um uh, mm-hmm. change it just a little bit and make it applicable to mm-hmm. anything yeah you know maybe you're trying for a promotion at work and you get it and all of a sudden you're like oh wow do i yeah. really deserve this promotion yeah. nobody's bulletproof you know no no and you know and truthfully i think that that's one of my um that's one of my that my draws is i am very transparent absolutely well, i don't think that's a draw i think that's i would think no i meant like people I'm, oh, people oh, are okay. drawn I to you, me i thought you meant like that's one of my negatives i go no Mm-mm. i think transparency is really good yeah yeah you know, because I mean, a lot of times when on my lives, people are like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. You yeah. shared that. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, why wouldn't I? You exactly. Know? Yeah. And I think that that just comes from having all those years of being an mm-hmm. addict. Well, that know? too. But I think a lot of, I think a lot of content creators put themselves on a pedestal. Yeah. They, they project themselves as if they don't have problems like everybody else, or they, they project themselves as if everything's perfect, unlike everybody else, you know? Yeah. And well, I, think, I think there's, I think a lot of people, a lot of TikTok creators and maybe just a lot of creators in general put themselves on air. Well, I think that they think that that's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like they almost come across as like, okay, I'm going to be this persona and yeah. that's what people are going to be drawn to. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it would be really hard mm-hmm. to p- keep up that facade mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, and like I tell people when I'm on lives, it's like, they're like, oh my gosh, your lives are so much fun. And I'm like, well, it's because it's You're not about me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know? And that's probably... You're very one in a million have that kind of mentality. Yeah. It's I, not about you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not coming on here for you to, to see Be what little. I'm doing. Yeah. I'm coming on here to see how you all are yeah. doing. Yeah. You know, and I would think that your lives would be more important than your, your, um, like if you're, if you're worried about responding to comments, I think you going live would be more beneficial than you taking the time responding to comments. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit there and spend hours trying to respond to everybody, but I just know that, um, there are, I think people want to see the content creator responding at least to some. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Even just a like, like you say. Yeah. I mean, it takes, I mean, you could probably in like a couple of minutes hit like 15, 16 comments. Yeah. You know, you know, and to me it's like, if I'm following somebody, I at least, um, I want to see them at least reacting to their platform. Yeah. And where I've been lately is just concentrating more on like creating the content mm-hmm. instead of like interacting with my followers. And totally. you know what? My, my, like I always say, I wouldn't have my platform without them. Totally. I agree with you. 
So, again, it's just all about just, you know, taking it and then just, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I was going to say, what's the word I'm trying to say? Oh, there was a bird. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of like tweaking it a little bit and and perfecting the craft. And, you know, because I want everybody who follows me to feel like they're a part of a community. I think think they do, though. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, it's it's all going to be good. Good. And YouTube, you're going to be my bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just (laughs) posted a short before the TikTok, before the um, podcast. And... um, Somebody commented. Is that what you were looking at? Yeah. Somebody commented. Um, um, it, you know, it's received, it's, it's gotten some pretty good comments, but yeah. there was one that says, nobody cares, bro, for real, for real. And um, I'm, I was trying to, I was looking at his profile and I wanted to like give him like a really sassy. Yeah. But remember like Mr. Beast's person, yeah. they're like, just ignore him, mm-hmm. you know? And that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like people tell me I'm old all the time. And you know, even that, I mean, it's like, I'll show my cute little outfit mm-hmm. and people will be like, nobody fucking cares. And yeah. I'll be like, well, apparently you cared enough mm-hmm. to respond. And the thing is, is like, that is just nothing more than just jealousy. It really is. It really is. And to me, it's like, and Robert, it goes against everything that I believe in and every fiber mm-hmm, of my being, mm-hmm. but not responding and not fighting back mm-hmm. really gets to me sometimes. Yeah. It's a little tricky. I was going to say, I was going to say something. I was going to, you know, you need to just, hmm. just respond to be like, be sure to like, and subscribe for more say, content. I was going to say, well, we've got you to watch Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. I was gonna also going to, I was just going to say reading this hurt my head for real, for real. Yeah. Cause like I, I couldn't imagine talking like that. No. And you know what? But the whole thing is, it's like every once in a while, you do need to snap back for Mm -hmm. your mental health. Mm -hmm. Just don't, you'd let, I just wouldn't let them get to you too much. Yeah. You know, because trolls will, will eat you up and spit you out, but that's what they're, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. You know? And I was thinking about it when I was getting ready. I mean, do these people actually think like they're going to stop your channel or do they think that they're going to like ruin your day? Mm -hmm. I mean, they have to have that intention. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Well, I think I think they're so little, like they have such little-minded like thoughts of themselves that are like, well, if I can't be big, then I'll make sure that these people can't be. And I guarantee you, it's like type, 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 type. Yep, I'm going to ruin her day. Mm-hmm. Type, type. Yeah. She's going to feel bad about herself yeah. now. Type, type. Send. Yeah. Yes, hit exactly. its mark. And you know, and the thing is, is it doesn't ruin my day, and it's not going to mm-hmm. stop me. And and I figured that same person who is typing that yeah. is mean to their girlfriend. Oh, for sure. Or is yeah. you know steals from shit. Yeah, or yeah. kicks a cat or yeah. something like that. That's that same person. Mm -hmm. so you know to me it's like no you know what you might be you know a jerk but you're not going to stop me absolutely i mean i get for every like one negative comment there's you know i get a bunch of like oh this is so cool i wish i wish my lobbies were like this or i wish this was that kind of thing and i and i really really like that kind of stuff see the thing is is and i mention this all the time and i'm going to mention this to you Mm -hmm. um do you want me to pause so you no, can... No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm listening. I know, but it's just sometimes it's kind of hard to talk to you when you're oh, looking at your phone. Oh, is it hard to talk to somebody when they're looking at their phone? And my, when's the last time I picked up my phone? Before the podcast. Well, there you go. Okay. So no, I'm just saying it's, it's like, um, because people 
like ask me a lot of times, like, yeah. you know, what do you say to people who maybe have like a rude comment about your tattoo yeah. or might say like a rude thing? And I, it applies to this too. Mm-hmm. You have two choices. You either blend in with the masses or you stand out. For sure. And if you choose to stand out and somebody says something rude, take it as a compliment because that is just solidified the fact that you're not blending in. Yeah. You know? And so a lot of times, like if somebody says something rude to me, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. you know what? I just made them uncomfortable. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Also too. That's the thing though, too, is like, it's such a weird, sometimes I get like, I almost laugh at that kind of stuff because of those same people that comment all that nasty shit. Are they like, when you get really, really big are the same people that are like, you mm-hmm. know, Oh, this is so amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Like, where's this threshold where they like something clicks and they're like, Oh, this person has X amount of subscribers, like, you know, like, or maybe they don't, maybe they're always just super petty. I think a lot of people sometimes say something mean, hoping that other people will join them. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the whole, yeah. like, um, my grandma always used to say chickens were really mean. Mm-hmm. One, one chicken would peck another one. Then all the other ones would come and start pecking them. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, yeah, you know what, if, you know, I'm going to like, peck at you and give yeah. you a jab and then look at here's all the other masses and yeah. be like blah 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 and when they don't join in they're mm-hmm. like oh okay well i guess i'll go peck on somebody else exactly i don't know i always i always also i was thinking about this the other day too and i don't remember how it started but like i would be like i was thinking about like actors and stuff when they meet their fans yeah i would be curious as to see like how many of those fans said mean things to that actor or that celebrity and like behind their back. And as soon as they see that celebrity, they're like, Oh, Hey, I'm your biggest fan. Like, I love oh, you. Absolutely. And then they kind of use that celebrity, like photo or signature for like clout. I would guarantee you a, a lot. lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I got, and then it kind of went down like this rabbit hole, but like, Oh, what I, Oh, I wouldn't want to take photos with anybody. But then I'm like, well, I wouldn't want to discredit the people who genuinely liked me. See, it's all part of, um, you, yeah, because that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. You know, if you were to be like, no, I'm not going to take a picture with you, that would be, that person would be like, why? I was never mean to you. Exactly. You know, I've always supported exactly. you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, so you take a picture with that one person who was a troll. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about what a horrible mental vortex that must be inside that person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't really like this person, but I'm so weak that I have to, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just this coward kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's the thing. It's, it's like their ickiness mm-hmm. is in them. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It just reflects them as a person. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, I would, I would never, it never even crossed my mind that somebody who's nice to me in public mm-hmm. might be that same person telling me I'm too old. Oh, really? See, I thought about that. No. I guess I'm more cynical. Well, you know what? I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you are. Yeah. You know, but I just don't give him, I don't give those negative people enough time of the day to even think that maybe, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I get a lot. I, the thing is, is I get a lot of look, weird looks all day long, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, because, you know, now my hair is buzzed and mm-hmm. I have a lot of tattoos. So I'm, I'm kind of already used to like the whole like, oh, fuck, look at her. Oh, kind sure. Of thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. I like standing out. What's not to like? Oh, I don't know. There's a whole lot of people that do, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I, I, the reel that I was doing that I'm going to post after this, it's yeah. like some lady, um, she told me that I was going to regret my tattoos when I was older. How much older do you need to get? Fuck, I know. 
that was my tattoo. Yeah. That's my that's my reel. Yeah. I'm like, how much? I'm like 58 years old. Yeah. How much older do I have to get yeah, until you stop saying this and you realize that's not true? Yeah. You know, if you like your tattoos when you're 20, you're gonna like them when you're 70. Yeah. You, I mean, I don't know why people think like when you're older, all of a sudden you lose yourself. Your sense of self. Yeah, your yeah. sense of self. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go away with age. Yeah. You know, society says we need to hide it, but no, you don't. I don't understand. They're like, oh, no, I'll never fit in this retirement home. Like, I don't get it. I don't don't get it. I don't know. People are weird. Yeah. I mean, one lady, she was like, she was an older lady and she's like, your legs are going to look horrible when they're, when you're 70 with all those tattoos. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine my 70 year old legs without those tattoos. I couldn't imagine caring at 70. Yeah. I don't care at 50, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and it just seems to be getting worse, not worse, but. It, my my lack of giving a shit just seems to be increasing with mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it was so funny you said that because that is my exact super post that People I'm going weird. to be doing. They're so weird. Yeah. I mean, I personally thought at 58, yeah. I would be immune to that comment, but yeah. apparently I'm not. Oh, I just think they keep moving that that age threshold farther and farther to make sure that you never get there Yeah. so that you can't be that spokesperson like, hey, you won't regret it. I'm... I'm this age and I don't regret it. Yeah. Sorry either. guys. Yeah. You know what? I yeah. turned 59 and now I regret my. Yeah. Tattoos. Yeah. You, you, you know? should make a TikTok like that yeah. like on your birthday. Like, and it's my birthday. Oh no. my tattoos. Yeah. Oh man. Now I'm old. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing that challenge where they um, do that makeup or tattoo cover? You know, that's a really cool. That would be a cool YouTube. Though. It's expensive. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. I often wonder who I would be without my tattoos. I don't, I wouldn't be able to recognize you. Would I be different on the inside? Mm, Yeah. I think, I think honestly, I think fundamentally, I think you'd feel really weird. I I think that I think there would be a different version of me. And I don't think I would be sitting here today Mm -hmm. if I didn't have my tattoos. Yeah. I think your tattoos project who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And I think they, I think they match your personality a lot. Yeah, it's like having my outside, it's like having my inside me painted on the outside. Totally, yeah, I agree with you. You know, it, it just represents who I am. And, mm-hmm. and every once in a while, I'd be like, fuck, man, you know what? I never in a million years thought my tattoo journey would, would end up here. Yeah. And it's not ended. I mean, I no, will no. get more. As soon as Austin gets more um, scheduling. And yeah, we, we get some. Jillion thousand dollars. I know, I was thinking about it. My calf sleeve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of money. I dropped about eight grand on my chest. Yes. Yeah. I think my, mine had to be close to the same. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of times where he's like, okay, Bob, here's your total. And then Lonnie, here's yours. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah, because so. he's like, what, 300 bucks an hour? 350. 350 an hour. Hopefully we get a friends and family discount soon. Shit, no kidding. We need to make him a video every day. <laughs> he needs to have a, he needs to have like a daughter. and No, because that would make me like 60 by the time I marry her. He needs to have like a sister. I need to marry in that family. Except he only has brothers. He only has got brothers. I don't know. He doesn't seem like, yeah, no. I, I, think... don't, I don't, Well, he said, well, he gave his younger brother a tattoo. Maybe his, um, his girlfriend has a sister. Mm. Mm. There we go. I'll start asking. Yeah, because she's pretty. I'll network. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just, you know, just marry Austin. I'll just marry. Yeah, get him, get there before his girlfriend does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've seen the prom pictures that you two post all the oh, time. Oh, they're my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd make a handsome couple. I think we would. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, awesome, Mom. What do you want to tell them where to find us? I do. You can find Robert on Instagram as Robert Robert Pike Pike, and he is on YouTube and TikTok as Sherbert. You can find me across all forms of media, social media as gray hair and tattoos. Um, appreciated you hanging out with us. Uh, we love you immensely and have a great week. Bye.